It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds Podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. And it couldn't have gone worse. What a, what a, what Not a, ideal. What, it, you, know well, what, you know, as as much as I hated this NFL season for so many reasons, you know, most of them Eagles related, it's the perfect ending. You know, give me the Niners and the two. Like, the, somehow, I'm like... Fully rooting for the Chiefs in this year. I don't know how this happened. Yeah. A year ago at this time, I wanted to beat them in the Super Bowl, and now I'm like, go Chiefs. Yeah. Gosh, how you doing? Good. I mean, I'm. I'm <laughs> I was rooting for the Chiefs. I know you so, always so are. I, I was happy the Chiefs. Were. I know. I know. Um, I know. I know. So, I know, I so know. <laughs> my experience of the Lions collapse was different than most. I would say. <laughs> so last night, uh, me and Kristen went to see Pete Davidson, which was nice. very fun. Like I have a lot of thoughts on it later on for final thoughts. Looking forward to but, it. But uh, but one of the one of the implications of me going there is they took our cell phones at like I would say <laughs> basically the beginning of the second half, <laughs> and I didn't get my cell phone back until like eleven thirty. So the worst part is they gave it to me in a bag that I couldn't open, so I could feel it vibrating. <laughs> and you would think that most people would be like, oh my God, what if something's wrong at home? Like, da, da, da. In my head, I'm like, oh my God, the game's really good. <laughs> like, each time it vibrated, I was like, I, I'm missing it, a, a, a classic game. That's so hilarious. when Pete Davidson stepped out on the stage, I'm guessing I wasn't the only guy in this predicament because someone near the front goes, hey, did you see the score? And like asked him to score, and he's like, "Yeah, the Lions lost." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, wow, wow." So they they really well, did. Well, there it. goes that. Yeah, but it it was wild because 
it makes you realize how much of how we perceive sports is not only watching it, but like watching it with everybody on Twitter and texting people. Because when I came out, all I knew was that the Lions lost. I didn't know any of like the narratives. I didn't know anything about like this crucial moment, that crucial moment. Like, but I've since obviously read up a ton on it. And I I have two big picture thoughts from both games that are Eagles related. But if you have any other non-Eagles related thoughts before, I, I mean, we can. I mean, gen- yeah. I mean, generally, I, I think you know my big thoughts. I I have a thought from each game. The first one is that. Patrick Mahomes is by himself. Yeah. We're done yep. putting other people in his tier. He's We're the done. best quarterback. Like, yeah, it's just, it is what close. it is. Yeah. Like it's it's Mahomes and everyone else. Like I, it's like there should be an actual gap when they put out the list next year. Here are the top quarterbacks in the league. It should be one, and then they should like force a space in there. Yeah, it's just like to one hammer home empty two, empty two. Then we start with three. three there is yeah. no two. There's that's no the two. point. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my takeaway from the first game, and from the second game, like. Look, the world's first Dan Campbell fan right here. The initial, I again, I will say, I, and people, there's audio proof. I loved him when he was the interim coach of the Dolphins doing Oklahoma drills. Right. I was all in on Dan Campbell. I think, and I know that guys drop balls and there's other things that contributed to the loss and all that. I think it was one of the five worst coaching performances I've ever seen in a big game. I think it was an all-time, he had two decisions that I think are two of the worst decisions I've ever seen. So it seems like Obviously, it was three. Well, there are three because the there are three goal. field goals. But the first, the first field we didn't go for. Like I would have kicked the field goal, but like I wasn't. I was like, okay. You're talking about the second half at this point. I'm talking yes. The, okay, the, right. And then the next one I thought was a disaster. I thought you had to kick that field goal. You tie the game at that point. Right. Crazy, and that's how you go down ten, and they end up losing. But those weren't even the worst. I mean, they probably weren't going to win at this point anyway. But the decision to run it on third down yeah. on the goal line was the single worst decision. Like Joe said on the air today, I agree with him. It's worse than the Marshall on the Super Bowl call. Like that was second down. Like at least you had other plays that could have worked. Like this was, if you don't get it, the game is over. And the game was over. It was it was an all-time, all-time disastrous call. Well, so it's interesting about that play, the running play, is... This is a little preview of what's me like with the Eagles this season. Because my thought is, well, Dan didn't make that call. Ben Johnson. Yeah, Ben Ben Johnson's one that calls the plays. And I'm not in Detroit, so I don't know, like, you know, how much Dan Campbell's in the headset or, like, mm-hmm. telling him, here, I want to run here. Like, I, I don't know that. But Dan can't, like, I, I agree with a lot of the criticism there. Um, and, But for that, I think you blame Ben Johnson. And so I, I think next year, this is what it'll be. Like, at the end of games, it'll... It'll go, you know, man, the Sirianni, this, 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 and this. But this play call, who's but hey, that? that's Kellen Moore. Yeah. Like, who made that, no, right? right? So, yeah. so it, that's an interesting, you know, kind of twist on that. But in terms of going for it, so, again, I, I followed, I, like, read up on it, so I'm not in the moment feeling it. Um, I thought the decision to kick the field goal at the end of the first half was a little sketchy. It was surprising. It was and surprising. Then, and, then, yeah. and then it's just mixed messages. Like, how do you kick that field goal at the end of the right. half? But then don't then don't kick it later when especially the second one like the first one that he went for it's like all right like this is what you do i get whatever like there was not like the argument for the just, second one is you were losing momentum like you yes had to, and also yeah. like you can't go down 10 the only way you lose right now is if you go down 10 and then the right. game's over yeah. like it was just it was such a clear obvious like some uh, and and look we're both you know we prefer to have a coach who goes on it for yeah. the fourth more than more than not but it was such an example of like it can't just be always go for it. Like it has to well, it's be a lot like the Dallas. Yes, thing, it has to be. It, you have yeah. to be. Yes, you can go for it more often than not. But there have to be times when you acknowledge that, that it is not the right decision. So for all the football I did see yesterday, which was all the first game and the first half of the second game, 
one thing I thought a lot about through all of it. Well, that real quick, that must be even more that to watch the first half and then find out just later oh, the dude, Lions lost. It. Like, tell oh, me about anyway, it. Anyway, go ahead. I, I have so much to say about this at the end of the yeah. podcast. But um, one thing I thought I kept thinking throughout was like, and we were texting about this, uh, you know, like I saw wide receiver screens. I saw like those things. But situationally, how Sirianni is going to put his print on the his like fingerprints and imprint on the games next year is exactly what we're talking about with Dan Campbell. Yeah. Like I think last week and at the press conference, there was this perception because, you know, like he gets asked, well, what do you do, right? I think we've gone to a point where we're underestimating how much of an impact Sirianni is going to have on this You said this on team. the morning show today, and I literally could not agree with you more. Yeah. I think like people are making it out like he's like, what is he? He doesn't even do anything. Like, he's going to be. He's the freaking head coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's making yeah. every important in-game decision yes. that is not a play call. And, every single one. And look at the game yesterday. I know the the decision to run on third down or second right, down. Right, but late. going for it. All those, those decisions were all Dan Campbell yes, calls. Yeah. Yes. So, and I kept thinking like, what would Sirianni do? And. I got into, I was texting with my friend Chris about this, and he brought up a lot of good points of, you know, there's been a lot of times Sirianni has gone for it on fourth down, you know, even in his own territory. Like, if he's on his own 25, he'll go for it on fourth and one. Like, there was an article written about how if you look at, um, you know, expected wins average, expected wins added by going for it on fourth, Sirianni was one of the best in the league in terms of the decisions he made on fourth down helped his team to more wins than other coaches. So I'm not saying he doesn't have a good track record of a feel for it, but I'll always, just from being around Nick, feel like he leans conservative on these things. And so there was a lot of times, like yes, like in the Ravens-Chiefs game, there was a fourth down call that Andy went for. And I, I remember thinking, like, I don't know if Nick goes for this. And we were texting about it a little. But I think that what I will say is Nick would not have gone for multiple fourth downs in that second half. I think he might have he might have gone for the first one. But in my opinion... The, the, what really sucked about going for that second one is momentum was so drastically swinging against you. And I get you're trying to grab it back, but at that point, just get the field goal to stop the bleeding. And I think Nick leans that way. So going into next year, if Nick is going to be a head coach that is going to be more involved with those things as, as opposed to offense, I do mostly think he has a good read on it. Like There are times I wish he was a little more aggressive, but I don't think he, he leans reckless like Dan Campbell. I agree. Uh, and, and here's the thing. I think that for two reasons... I'm going to lean more on what he did in 2022 in in in-game stuff than in 2023 because I think we would both agree I think he was much better in-game in decision Yeah, in in the Super Bowl. Yeah, other than the Super Bowl. That's fine. But for the most part, you know, and even then, that was one decision and not onside kicking it, which none of us thought of until Gannett did it. He punted it from his own territory with 10 minutes ago. Punting from his own territory and then not onside kicking. No, and then kicking the field goal. On fourth down, remember, and AJ Brown said oh, yeah, that. Yeah, when he yeah, but he that lost one didn't. Game. That one didn't bother me no, as much. No, I'm just saying those yeah. are the two decisions people yeah. talk about. Yeah, and then about. now we've thought since since Gannon onside kick, it was like, oh, yeah. that you should have done that. Right. But, seemed like it wasn't even on Nick's radar. Was it, to be fair, it was on any of our radars. No, yeah. I've not heard one person say they should have done that until Gannon did it, and then we're right. like, oh, that's what they should have done. Yeah. So you know, whatever. But I think that <laughs> the big difference between 2022 and 2023, two big differences in terms of that could explain some of it. Uh, the obvious one being that this year he's not going to have to worry about the offense and he can focus on what's happening yeah. in the game. His mind is not divided in that same way and he's just locked in on those decisions. And the other thing too is, I'll bet you just trusted his offense a lot more in 2022. Sure. 100%. 100%. A lot of times we're like, well, I would go for it. It's like, well, this offense hasn't been very good. Like, why would you go for it in that spot? Now, you could argue, well, anything but the defense is the argument against that. And that's a fair point, too. But I do think that those are factors that at least theoretically should be better. Well, so, like, we're in a a think tank right now. Like, I'm just saying, and so I don't know if I believe this yet, but I just had the thought, and I'm curious for your perspective. Mm -hmm. 
Do you think that because he's having offensive control to some degree stripped away from him, he'll be more likely to try to impact the game in other ways? Like, do you think he'll be more likely to say, you know, almost to like prove that he's involved? I hope not. I don't need. I, I yeah, hope I don't not. Know. Uh, it's possible yeah. for sure. I would. I would just hope that it's it's not that, but that he's just more locked in on the in-game stuff yeah. than worrying about other things. And I, but it's possible, sure. I think the part of being locked in too is not just that this was a tough season where like the team wasn't playing great and all those things. I truly do think like the sideline was a chaotic place this year. Clearly. And, and we'll, we'll get into it with the Kellen Moore hire, obviously, and Vic Fangio, but I think it'll just be more of like, a, at least from a coaching staff perspective, like more of a calm situation as opposed to, you know, substitution issues, like having never worked before all those things. And it does suck that these three don't have reps together. But, but I tweeted this. The staff going into last year, the coordinators, the offense and defense coordinators, had one year of total experience. Yeah. Going into this year, the coordinators have a combined 25 years. Yeah, big difference. And Vic Fangio is a large part right, of that. But Kellen Moore is like five. five years, like that's, yeah. That's, 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 I would guess that's a, I'd be, how many pretty substantial. How many offensive coordinators do you think right now have been an offensive coordinator for five straight seasons? I would guess. I guess not many. Because you yeah. either go to head coach or like you get probably fired. Like at you, least middle of the league, maybe higher. Yeah, I, I would guess he's in like the top five. <sighs> maybe. I don't know. I, I think defensive guys hang around more than offensive That's true. Guys. Yeah, it depends. Especially as a play call. Yeah. You know, like, Maybe, there's probably yeah. Gordon, like whoever's been with Shanahan would count, but he's not calling plays. So, right. but yeah, so that was my thought from that game. the The thought I had from the Chiefs Ravens game is just, man, I can really appreciate the way Andy and Mahomes deal with success. I don't mean this is like a shot at Jalen and, and Nick, but we've lived through it twice now. Like we 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 were there in 2004, 2005, but you know, I was like 13. Like we were. Both under twenty at that point, I would think, or around that age. Nope. No, okay, whatever. <laughs> but I wasn't thirteen. I, I was twenty. I was. Yeah, well, you're six years younger than me, so you were like seventeen. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, from twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen, and twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three, we've lived through coming off a Super Bowl. In both times, and I've certainly done this. We've explained the season away to like, man, it's well, it's hard to do. Like not for Andy. Like so, to go to for be, six I, straight I, 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 championships so I, I, games is unbelievable. I, 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 but I don't think I don't think that's about other teams. I think that's about Andy. I mean, it's I only, agree. That's what it's I'm only Belichick and yeah. Brady. Like yeah. it's it's those two and those two now. So like I don't think that's a. I think it's more that it's hard for everyone. I agree. Yeah. Except them. Yeah. Is the I, point. I, I they agree. They are the exception to the rule. Like when I watch, like to go to think about just our personal lives and covering this team. Imagine them going to six straight championship I know, games. I know. It's unbelievable. I know. It's, it really is. Like, have the Eagles even made the playoffs six straight years? Well, they made six out of seven, but not six straight because right. 2020. Yeah. yeah. So, and then obviously some of those years he's gone to the Super Bowl. Some of those years he's won the Super Bowl. It, and then to do that. And then also it does, once again, this year I think puts into perspective what Andy accomplished with the team in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I, like, neither won the Super Bowl, but... He and he only went once, and we'll just see how if the hard Eagles go back. But just how hard it is to mm-hmm. sustain success, and like you saw it this year with the Chiefs, like they had a tough year. Like they struggled, things weren't great, da da da. And to go to Buffalo, to Baltimore, yeah, it's um, it's unbelievable. Like, look, I understand from a record perspective, like Belichick and Brady are still the goats. Like mm-hmm. I get that they've won six Super Bowls. But if you told me I could only have one head coach and quarterback combo in the history of the league, like I am taking that. Oh well, you're an offensive guy. You're always going to yeah. go that way. But look, I think look, I'd be I mean, more afraid of look, playing Mahomes, Mahomes than I Mahomes, would Brady. I, well, yeah, I mean Mahomes is more physically gifted. That's what I'm saying. There's no question. Yeah. I, like I can't go there yet, but like he might. I mean, he's on his way. I mean, he's, he's up till the age that he's at now. He's had a better career. Than well, here's Brady a here's did, a good so. question: If there was a redraft of every player in NFL history at their prime, does Mahomes go number one? I think he probably does. I think so too, yeah. right? Like Brady, Brady to, obviously. 
But I mean, look again, and and again, he's not Brady had a better career, all that. He still has to get there, but like. I saw this tweet, uh, Rich Eisen put it out. It's just like... Well, while you look it up, like I think the difference is with Brady, it, you can collapse the pocket on him. Like Mahomes, you just can't really well, yeah, do that. Mahomes is just more physically... Yeah, yeah. First QB ever to go to four Super Bowls uh, before turning 30. Third QB to start four Super Bowls in five seasons with Brady and Jim Kelly. 14 playoff wins already. He's only behind Brady and Montana ever. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like, fourth playoff start or fourth Super Bowl start, only Brady and John Elway have more ever. And the kids like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think like it's crazy because Brady just happened. You know, so it's like already. Right. We live like it. Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes has a chance to be better. Like there's no question. And then that's, yeah. that's how long was it between insane. Jordan and LeBron? Uh, well, I mean, not that like long. Like six or seven years? Yeah. So, yeah. well, I mean, but Jordan was still like, you know, he'd come back in right. 03 or whatever. But he wasn't Jordan at that point. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean. Like six years from when, 04 is when LeBron got drafted. 98 was Jordan lost right. his peak. So, but, I, I agree with your point that it's, I mean, it's funny you used to say this about the Patriots. And it's true. Like the Patriots, you can't even put in discussions. It's like they're their own thing. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs are like that to a certain yeah. extent. But it, you know, just watching the Chiefs go back. I know we've accepted for a while the Eagles are not we're not gonna go back. But like it's it more impressive yeah. knowing what we know about how hard it is to do is the point you're making. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And it's just you really have to appreciate it. And I'm not trying to sound like a hater and make this a negative thing, but it does just like, man, Jalen and Nick, like this year was so disappointing for both of them. Like we expect we had such high expectations well, for Well, I them. think we, it's a lesson don't do you know, we shouldn't we probably went too overboard with with the the run they were on. But it doesn't mean that it's done and they can't No, for get sure. Back. But, yeah. But you know, the point is is, you know, win a couple Super Bowls and then we start talking about you in the yeah, referential. Or, or do terms. it twice and do it twice in a row. Yeah. You don't even have to go to the Super Bowl two years in a row, but just be be a great team twice two mm-hmm. years in a row. Like that's so hard to do in the NFL. So hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. And look, as annoying as it is, the Niners have, have done it the last few years. I mean, the Niners have been to two Super Bowls in, what, five years? And right. they've been to two other championship games. Like, like it's annoying. I hate I, the Niners. Like, I, yeah. I, I almost feel the same about the Niners I do about Jokic, to be honest. <laughs> I'm getting there with just like, I really don't think they're that good. It's just yeah. so frustrating. Like, they well, should have lost to the Packers. Yeah, they should have lost to so the Lions. Annoying. It's just so annoying. Yeah. I hate them. Like, they're um, so annoying. So I have again, like I'm like not just rooting for the Chiefs. Like I'm fully, I'm, 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 I'm Taylor Swift. Like I'm all in the on the club. Um, I have a Jason Kelsey thought. Do you want to do it after the coordinator? We can do it real quick because okay. it did just happen after the game. Then we'll get to the coordinators. The, yeah. the, so for those who didn't see it, because it did kind of fly under the radar a little bit. Um, Jason Kelsey spoke to I believe Olivia Renner. Shout right? out to Olivia Renner going like, down to the game. Good she, job by her. Not only that she got a great video of Taylor Swift yeah. and Jason. And, she uh, did a great job and, down there. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the I love you one. It was really good. Uh, it, was it was so, so sweet. cute. So yeah. sweet. I'm uh, telling you, man. Well, well, I know you were all, dude. Yeah, I've already given you credit. I, I think, they're, 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 I think they're at this point it would be married. an upset oh, if they, I think if they don't. Get it would be shocking if they don't. At, get the, at the very least, engaged. You might, you might propose the other Super Bowl. I honestly, if they win the Super Bowl and they like you propose, like that's like the, is that like the, will it be the most viewed video in the history of the internet? I it think might. it'll be the most iconic sports moment ever. <laughs> If he proposes on the field to the biggest big. pop star, it would be like, big. It would be up. There. Like, here's a question. Now, like, when you propose, so like when I proposed, like, Kristen had an idea it was coming. Like, it wasn't a complete shock. And I don't know with Emily how, if like she had an idea. Or... I, I surprised her in the moment, but like, she knew that exactly. like at some yes. point I was going to propose. Yeah, but like, yeah I, I, I was able to surprise her in the moment. Kristen, like, like gave me like hints on the ring. Like, there was, it was very clear it was going to mm-hmm. happen, right? But I do wonder with Taylor Swift. Like, 
Is it like almost irresponsible to surprise her? Like, I wonder how you do it because she's so. I think he would have to talk to her people. That's what I mean. Yes, like, it would have to be something to where on the field. Yeah, it would have to be something where he would have to get it okayed by her, like publicist and her, like all these. Like he'd have to go through like her manager. Like it would or be at the something very where least, like I think you have to tell Taylor. And then she can well, decide from know. there that, on out. I don't thing. think you call the public unless you want to surprise her. That's and run the it by point. The public. Can you, you got to go to everyone unless you surprise her, or you just tell her you're going to do it, and that's a whole different thing. Or you but tell it, her dad and ask how to handle that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's an interesting thing, though, yeah, right? Because like, it it's not happen. just like a yeah. It could happen. All right. So for those who didn't see it, Olivia Renner went down to the game um, and was able to speak to Jason Kelsey. Kind of cryptic comments where you know he starts by saying, "I'm so excited for the you know setup, like right. the coaches, whatever," and then. And he's like, you know, I'm really, and then he's like, but you know, no matter what, I want to be involved, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, so he basically kind of like started by being like, it'd be fun to be playing. And then he's like, but it also might not be playing, but I'm an Eagle. Yeah. Like, what did you make of the whole so thing? I have a lot of thoughts Good. on this. One, I know it's assumed at this point, but I don't think Jason Kelsey gets enough credit for what a great brother he is to Travis. I agree. I Like you have a brother, I have a brother, and I would be the exact same way. And I'm sure you'd be the same way with your brother. And I like think everybody would be. But Jason Kelsey is watching his brother go back to the Super Bowl. His brother beat him in the Super Bowl. He is wearing the colors of the team that beat him in the Super Bowl. He is in some ways accepting the fact that Travis is like surpassing him on all-time great lists. And they're both great players in different positions and all that. I know like a lot of people would handle it the way he does. But I don't think a lot of people would handle it as well as he does. Like crying out of happiness. Like being there in the cult. Like... I just think he deserves a ton, a ton of credit. Like his his brother's about to marry Taylor Swift. Like it's got to be, there has to be a little part of him that is like, God, this is hard. You know, I, I should have won the Super Bowl last year. I should be back in it this year. Now I'm wearing the colors of the team that beat me. Like, So yes, I agree. There is a part of it that's like bittersweet, but I, I and I, look, give him credit. I'll give Jason all the credit in the world. Yeah, Love I the guy. He's my favorite. Um, but... Like, I think anyone would do that for their brother, even if it's a competitive thing. Like, it's your brother, you know? I agree, but I think it's harder. I don't know if anybody can internalize, like, how hard it would be just because it's such a unique situation. Yeah, I agree. They you lost know, to him last year. Like, he could be there and be happy for him, but have on, like, an Eagles. Like, there, mm-hmm. there's ways he could go about this where, like, you're being supportive. Like, he is all in supporting him. Like, he's crying being like, go win it. Mm-hmm. I just think it speaks to what a good person he is. Oh, yeah. I, I think, he's like, an amazing person. You know, we'll never know these guys fully, but, like, man, the way he handles that is awesome. That cool. was it. That was one of my things. I like there. that. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think he wants to come back. I think so, I don't too. think he, I don't I, know if he will, I, I but he I think he wants, wants to. Come back. So, yeah. I don't know if he will. Look, I my biggest, the reason I have leaned towards him retiring more than anything is like watching that doc and then just being around it and like just like how constantly Kylie says retire, like how like strong she is on like, I don't want you to play football anymore and I haven't for a while like, but he keeps coming back. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, at a certain point, he's going to be like, all right, I'm not going to play anymore. And I think he's going to accept it for his family. But I agree with you. I think if if there was no one else involved in the decision, it was just his decision alone. Because it's not. He is a, a father and a part of a family and stuff that, that you have to take your whole thing into account. But if it's just him, I agree with you. I think he would play again. The only caution I would say about the documentary is, like... That is edited for narrative. No, I know, but so, we, you yeah. know, you've seen it. Like Kylie, yeah, yeah. she's ta- every yes, time she sure. gets asked about it, she always says, "I wish she would retire years yeah, ago." Hundred so, percent. That's the only thing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's her, his his wife, right? You know? uh, well, that's why. Like, I'm willing to offer takes on a lot of things. There is part of me with this where it's. It's Whatever such a, he has to do, it's I, such it's a complex like, dude, decision. Not, I, I'll be happy for him if yeah, he retires, can, I'm, and I'll be. Stacked, I don't think there's a right or wrong decision here. And what's scary is I don't know if there is a right one. Yeah, like if you come back. 
you know, yeah, God well, you forbid regret you it forever. If you don't, right? this and that, there's both ways. If you don't come back, like, yeah, exactly. I, now, does this make you view the Brett, Brett Favre thing any differently? Because I feel like he got, he got flamed and made fun of a lot. And Kelsey's kind of doing the same thing. I know so there's differences. So the thing with but, Favre was that he actually retired and came back, which is a little different. That's a good point. That's a good point. And then also with Favre, I think the difference was... The, that he kept going to other teams. It was like, all right, Vikings, then the Jets, then the, like, Kelsey, it's just us. Like, he's not like, oh, let me see. Well, I'm going to go to the Chiefs. I'm going to go to this. I'm going to that. Like, if, I think it'd be different if it was that, but he's just like, ah, should I come back one more year in the same? How place? would you feel if he wanted to go to the Chiefs? If he went to the Eagles and was like, the Chiefs want me. I've always wanted to play for, with my brother. Like, would you, like, you, James Seltzer, like, you are the number one Kelsey guy. Yeah. But you're also the number one Eagles guy. Yeah. How would you feel about it? I think it would be So I would not. I would not uh, be mad at him, or I, I would I would respect, but I would I would be sad yeah. as a fan. Like it would suck. Like but you I wouldn't would, like burn I the Kelsey jersey. I would hate or, it like, on every level personally, back. but absolutely not. Like, okay, I would cheer yeah. him. I, it would change. It would change my opinion of him zero. Like it's yeah. it's his life. It's his thing. But like personally, it would crush my soul. Yeah, because you know? I think as and rightfully so, all fan bases when a player actively decides to leave, yeah, that doesn't go over well. Like yeah. Dawkins played for the Broncos, but Daw- he didn't want he didn't to. Want to yeah, right? Exactly. Like, Lashawn, like all these guys, right? So, but if I think like same with Brandon Graham, like if Brandon Graham was like, look, I've always wanted to be a Lion. Like this is my yeah. last year. I'm gonna yeah, play. Yeah, I, no I, doubt. I think you kind of owe it to him. I agree. And as much as it would, and it's funny after talking about Jason Kelsey dealing with something mm-hmm. so emotionally strong, like. I think that it would, you put it perfectly, it would be sad and it would be hard, but like it would be the mature thing to yeah, do. I agree. And I don't think either of those things are going to happen. No, but no, I was no. just thinking about but it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I thought I had a quick thought of that when I was yeah. watching. Like, oh, like I'm sure there's part of him that would always love to sure. play with his brother. I, could I also, think his brother might retire. I could see him both retire. I think too. so too. And just do their pod and whatever. Yeah, I could see Well, that. the other thought is, I kind of think they should retire in the same year so they go in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame together, which would be cool too. Do you think Travis and Kelsey being on the ballot at the same time helps Jason? I don't think it matters. I think they're both first ballot hall. I think they're both going to get in, but I do think. I mean, Travis Kelsey's a lock first ballot hall. Hundred percent going in. He's the best tight end ever. Yeah, uh, him or Gronk. Right. I think, but I think Kelsey is too. Like I really do. I think. I mean, numbers wise, center wise, he's a lock. Like I, all the all pro, like all that stuff. Like he is like an elite company. And then I think the how famous he's become. I think he get. I think it. I, I think look, he I will think get it, in no matter it, what. I think it helps him. Yeah. yeah. I think it, I don't. I don't think it hurts him. That's I right. think he will get no matter what. I think he has earned going in. But I do think there is like if you're on defense, there will be enough people that'll go like, well, it'd be fun for them both to get. It's in. possible. Yeah. Be an I think awesome he would get weekend, in anyway. But like, it, look, I think if he were on the fence, it would help him. I yeah. agree. Yeah, it's a good take. All right. Uh, you think he'll be back? Yes or no? Real quick. Then we'll move on. I think no. Uh, I was about to say I'm going to stick with no, but like this is the uh, before I was like 95 percent. No, now I'm like 60 percent. Yeah, I'm like 50 50. Yeah, on exactly. It. All right. Uh, coming up in a sec, let's finally get into the coordinator thing. It's, yeah, it's got to be so tough no, on you to think about. I know, it's a decision, big decision. But, yeah. uh, speaking of big decisions, big decision coming up next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, is what are you going to bet in the freaking biggest game of the year? Because well, it should it's, be an easy decision. It's freaking go to, yeah, we're all betting on Kansas City, obviously. I well, mean, we went through this the, last like week. Like the mistakes of betting <laughs> yeah, against yeah, Patrick exactly. Mahomes. Like, I can't believe they're an underdog, but they are. Bang it now because it's already moving towards Kansas City. But oh, most, what did it come out? I haven't seen it. It came out as two and a half, and it's already down to like, I'll check, but it was like the one Chiefs, and a half. Though, and no, no, the Niners are favorite. Oh, wow. What a yeah, mistake. that's what I know. That's Dude, what I'm saying. Like, having my phone for three hours. Just a massive, like... <laughs> massive, massive mistake. I couldn't live gamble. I know. What a disaster. And now you get it back. You get the Bet Parks app out. Bang. You can bet yeah. all this stuff. Obviously, for the next couple of weeks, there's all kinds of basketball action to bet on, individual player performance stuff. But obviously, the big game, it's down to minus one now. So it is like moving 
heavily towards They'll Kansas City, as it should. They'll be favored. The beautiful thing about the big game, you can bet on all the stuff, the the passing yards, rushing yards. Like I will probably have like 30 to 40 different bets in for this yes. game. And I can't wait. And there's no better way to do it than with the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Here's a great deal for you. If you sign up now, if your first bet is a $10 winner, you get $125 in Sportsbook bonus back. It is a great deal. Uh, all the terms and conditions are at BetParks.com. You must be 21 in President of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem, call one Andrew Gamble. So just when I thought it was getting warmer, it's back to being frigid. Yeah. It was like two days where it was like- It was nice. It was nice. The sun came out. Yeah. I wore, I don't think I wore a coat when I went out um, yeah, it's a on Saturday night with my family. Like it was, it was nice. But here's the reality. Winter is still here. Like it's still, it's still January <laughs> it for anywhere. now. Yeah, it's not, it's not gone. So with winter here, if you've had enough of the cold drafts blowing through your old windows, bundling up in layers of clothes and blankets, and hearing the heat turn on for the fifth time this hour- by the way, my power went out this morning. Oh, no. I wonder if yours did. Oh, no. But it came right back on. Okay, good. But the point I'm making is I could hear the AC, the uh, heat turn back oh, on. So yeah. I, hearing the power go out, like the slow buzz is devastating. <laughs> but the feeling of hearing it come back on was very awesome. But here's the good news. That, because I have great windows and because I don't have leaky windows or drafts, had my power gone out, my heat that I'd been spending hours using would have stayed there. I would have been good to go. It's like when you get backup Wi-Fi. I had backup heat, essentially, Boom. because of my windows. Amazing. You like that? that I do. Good point, I just oh, thought. Yeah, I, well, you're very, I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're happy. Yeah, so here's the deal. Replacing those old windows with quality, energy-efficient ones from Window Nation is easier and more affordable than you think. By the way, I heard a crazy story this week. Ooh. My, this is a sad story, but my one of my cousin's friend's house, house is like completely burned, but like- there was some, because they had really good windows, it helped the whole structure from not going wow. down. Because the oxygen from outside didn't get in. Ah, and so it prevented the- This is a whole new angle. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah, like, you don't even, great. again, like, I understand Window Nation is a new partner with us, but it is crazy how much I've learned about how, like, the Important windows- Important windows Yeah, are. windows are, like, yeah. the key to your house in yeah. a lot of ways. I, and I used to think there was only the four world. windows in a house. The eyes and, to the world, too. It is the eyes house. to the world. Yeah. Um, so with Window Nation, you should call right now, obviously, because we already know they always have those great deals going. And right now, through the end of the month, replace the windows in your home and pay no interest for five years. That's a great deal. And on top of that, Window Nation is also giving you 50% off all window styles. Our professional installation means your windows will fit right, so you don't have to worry about leaky, dirty windows and those cold drafts letting out your heat anymore. So don't wait. With zero interest for five years, why not give Window Nation a look? Let us show you all the op options to fit your needs and budget. It's uh, it's easy. You just call 866-90-NATION or you visit windownation.com. And as always, you tell them Go Birds. Go Birds sent ya. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, let's get to Kellen Moore. Uh, obviously, we've yeah, talked really a fair amount about Fangio. Bearing the lead a little. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's what we do. But, you know, it's fair to say the Super Bowl could yeah. be the lead, you yeah. know. For the rest of the country, it is. Taylor. Taylor, the whole thing, you know. Yeah, dude, could you imagine if the Eagles were about to play Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl? 
Oh my god, I know. Last <laughs> like, year, and it was like the ah. Oh, I know oh. I would probably wouldn't get to meet her this year, but like it would be pretty wild. It would be pretty wild. We would probably do a whole pod. So on close. It. We're so close. Yeah, they were. They were really close. <laughs> <I'm devastated. laughs> Almost You're, there. Elliot's crushed right now. Yeah, get on his face. Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> buddy. Are you I in mean, on the Taylor Swift stuff that, yet? No, I don't care. Okay, I have no issues with it. It's fine. All right. Um, it is. Uh, I saw a funny tweet where it's like a. Uh, uh, Taylor made the yeah, Super Bowl in her first, first year. year. It's elite. <laughs> if if Taylor doesn't start dating, dating Travis Kelsey, are they in the Super Bowl? Uh, it's so funny because all year long, everyone thought she was like the curse. Yeah, it's like, oh, they were good. Now, the not, now it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and picture of Andy Reid like pointing I know, at it's so good. She's like the, I don't mean this in a demeaning way, like but she's mascot. almost like the mascot. It's so yeah, silly. Yeah, like, it's she's the like the good luck so charm. It's so silly. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, all right, Kellamore. Kellamore. Yes. Let's not get sidetracked by Taylor Well, here's my Kellamore take. It's not surprising to me he's buried the lead because it's like a perfectly fine hire. Sure. It's, it's not exciting. Hire. It's a nice hire. It's not a bad hire. It's a nice hire. I don't think you can look at it and be like, what an amazing hire. Yeah. And you can't look at it and go, this is a disaster. I think it's a good hire. I would go, it's yes, a good hire. Yes, I think hire. it's a good hire. Yeah. I think it is a good hire. I like, I think it is a solid A. Yeah. But, but it's not yeah, A minus, maybe yeah, something like that. It's yeah. not an A plus where it's like, oh my God, they got Eric Bianami. Yeah. Like, this is so out of the realm what I thought they were going to do. And what a, like, a bomb that was. And it's also not like, oh my God, they hired Frank Reich and like, th- what about these problems? Yeah, totally. Kellen Moore- Or I think, some guy who hadn't called plays. Yes, we were worried exactly. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Kellen Moore will come in and do a good job. I agree. <laughs> yeah. okay. And I wish I, I mean, I have more on it, but that's, <laughs> that's kind of, I don't know what else to say. We're done like, talking Kellen Moore. Yeah. I, I didn't see <laughs> I don't think he's going to come in and run like crazy plays we've never seen before, yeah. but I also think he's going to come in and- They'll run more motion, which will make everyone very happy. Yeah, I'm right, buddy. I'm sure, he'll tell the receivers to turn their head around, which yes, I know people are important. very worked up yes. about as well. Yes. Yes. Um, so those so. will be things, right? Rightfully I, so. It is funny to picture the interview them being like, "All right, what's your opinion on receivers turning their heads around when it's blitzed?" <laughs> <laughs> it's an issue we had last year. Um, but so yeah, I I think like I think Jalen will be under center more. I think they'll run more motion. I think the fact he's called plays for five years is an awesome thing. I, agree. I think he's smart. I think he's young. I, I think he's younger let's than not me. Forget, yeah, let's not forget that. Yes, he is. Let's not forget a, cu- a couple years ago, like he was a hot head too. coaching candidate. He goes interviewed him. Yes, let's not forget that. Like people were like the play calling wizard. All right, so like people like very quickly forget. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, he, he didn't work out in the Chargers this year. This guy stinks. It's like, what? Relax. Well, and also okay? if you look at the Chargers. Uh, first of all, they averaged. I think they were a mess. All yeah. right, the Chargers like well, they had I a bad head nothing. Coach. They had a bad head coach. Yeah, Agreed. Brandon Staley in charge. I yeah. take nothing else. Yeah, and so I actually um messaged someone that covered the team last year, whose like opinion I respect, respect, and I've known for a few years. And Jim Harbaugh, was, huh? Wow, what you were texting with Jim Harbaugh, huh? Yeah, no wow. big deal. Yeah. You know what's funny? The first one of the first things he brought up was they had trouble with, with picking up blitzes. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I look, and even yesterday, I think we probably got a little too myopic with the blitz thing. Uh-huh. I think probably all teams have trouble with blitzes. If you blitz if you're getting blitzed like half the snaps mm-hmm. or you know, it's just really hard and tiring. Um I think that if you look at Kellen Moore, first of all, he averaged 29 rushing attempts from the running backs the first four games of the season. So he ran the ball quite a bit. Quite a bit. And then it yeah, fell because everyone's freaking out about the running. That right. has been that it, like the, I it would was say, stupid. like in Dallas, I would say he was most, top ten. Yeah, twice. I would say most people have been kind of like good hire, solid yeah. hire. But I wanted someone else, but that's good. That kind of stuff. But the like people who are against it, it's all because of the running thing. It's, apparently. Yeah, yes, it, it's absurd. It seems overblown. Yeah, like I think he's been in the top half of the league every year. He's been a coordinator in rushing attempts. He was top. I think he was eighth in the league when McCarthy removed him and said the whole "I don't want, I want to run it more." Like so, I think they're going to run it quite a bit. Um, I I think. 
yeah, I think it's a it's a good hire. I think it'll he'll come in, he'll know what he's doing. You can trust him to call plays. Um, like I said, he's probably one of the longest tenured offensive coordinators, which will be weird because it's for three different teams. But just mm-hmm. in terms of doing the job every year, um, one thing you do hear about him and read about him is he's uh, like hard headed is not the right word, but it doesn't sound like he's someone that's going to come in and be passive. Like I think he will come in. And, that's fine. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a positive. Like I think he'll come in and say, you know, this is what this I want to do. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I do think it's notable. And look, they could be wrong about it, but. He was someone that seemingly was was wanted around the league, and the Eagles swooped in and got him before anyone else yeah. could. Like the Eagles were like, "This is our guy, and we're getting him." Credit to them for I, for diagnosing the market, seeing who was out there, who they wanted, and swooping because there were a lot of reports that like other teams wanted to talk to him still. So I do wonder though, like I think that's it, age and stuff. You never yeah, really yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's a good point. Like they went and they got one of the top. They got guys, the guy. For sure. Nothing else. They got the guy they wanted. I think you could argue in terms of resume, other than enemy, he probably is the top guy. I agree. He's kind of like a boring version of Bienemy. Yeah, like they, yeah. he checks a lot of the same boxes. Like done it for a lot of years, had success doing it. Obviously, Bienemy's had more success. Like mm-hmm. he's won Super Bowls. Now he had Mahomes and, uh, and Andy too, and Andy, yeah. which is a big deal. But in Washington, I thought it seemed like he did a good I, job yeah, from afar, and he had a bad quarterback and bad head coach. Um, I think that one thing with with Kellen Moore, do you think we're gonna call him Moore or Kellen? I think we'll just say Kellen Moore. I think it's going to be... So this is funny. Joe brings this up on the air all the time that people... Like the two-name people. Yeah. I think he's like a two-name he, person. I think he's going to be Kellen Moore. I don't think you we're going to call him Moore. will be Fangio? I think it's more... Yeah. I think he'll be Vic, too. Like I don't I, think he'll be Vic. Oh, I think so. I think we're going to call him Vic. We'll especially because of the Nick and Vic thing. Um... I think if I think if one of the two, we would go Kellen, but I think it's Kellen Moore. I think it's Kellen Moore. Yeah. yeah I agree. So I, I do think... Um, uh, I was going to say I lost my point, but I just got it back. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's devastating. <laughs> it's the worst, especially when you're talking to. I don't microphone. know if he's a head coach guy. Like, I, I agree, he checks all the boxes of being a head coach guy, but he's been a coordinator for five years now. This will be six years. He's also still really young. No, he is, but that's not really a deterrent. So that's good. So you're saying there's a good thing. I think he's probably here for two years. Great. I, now, while obviously if he comes here, it's a high profile job, a lot of talent, all those things. Like, of course, I think there's a shot. But I think if Cliff Kingsbury would have came here and crushed it, he would have been a head coach next year. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, do you think I'm wrong on that, read? I mean, I don't he know that. He doesn't strike me as like a shoe-in guy. I, I don't like, think he's a shoe-in guy, but I think he's someone who's been considered before and- Maybe he's done a bad job in interviews. I don't know. not failed yet as a head coach, so I do think that helps him from yeah. that perspective. But I don't know. I, I think like, again, I think it's one of those things where it goes in these cycles and guys are like a hot name or whatever, and then if they don't get a job and they have like a down year or perceived down year, then they kind of just get forgotten. And I think that might have happened to him. Might have, but I, but but my point with that meaning that I think if he kicks ass with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles and gets him back to whatever, I think you could very quickly be on that list again. Yeah, you know what I'm he saying? Could be. Yeah. But I, I have a better. I have a. I think there's a better shot he would have stayed than Bieniemy in a weird way. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. But. Yeah, I like the hire. I think it's Me good. Me too. And look, I think I'm curious on the whole, and Jalen get along, how he gets along with Nick. Like, he seems very different than Nick. Like, he's younger. Like, I don't Well, look, he is someone who played quarterback in the NFL, played quarterback at a high level in college. Like, he is like, you know, he did yeah. play in the I NFL, mean, right? He was a I backup. Would, I, but still, he was in. I don't know, high level. I mean, in college, it was a high level. Boise State. It's they, not won, like, I mean, they were undefeated. Like, no, he was like one of the best teams in the country. I, no, I know, but it's not like he went to like Alabama or No, Oklahoma. I think Boise State at that time counts as a high level of college football. It's high level, but it's not. Like the level Devonte and Jalen, I, I think it's the at. same more or less. I know it's not the SEC technically, but like yeah. playing it. Bo- I agree. Under- Boise State at that time and they were was in a like big championship deal. games, the blue and stuff field. Like that. Yeah, it was yeah. A big I, th- deal. I think it's. A, I would call that a high level. Regardless, yeah. the point is like he's not someone who's coming in with, 
you know, he should be able to relate to Jalen Hurts yeah. on a, what is it like to play quarterback in big games in big in a, in a, in the NFL or in that type of right. environment type of thing. So I think, you know, like I think it just checks a lot of boxes. And look, I guess a higher level than Brian Johnson. Yeah, Brian Johnson. He no level. At Utah, I mean, what, and, Utah or whatever. You know. Yeah. Was so, he on the cover of the college football game? I don't know. Was he I think really? He might have been. It's a weird. It's a weird memory. Yeah, um, I, know, I know. Utah first. It was I the, can't remember my point. Who's the two number minutes one ago, overall but... pick uh, quarterback who went to Utah? I'm guessing there's only one. I can only think. Of oh, one. well, it was Alex Smith. Yeah. 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 Look, Brian Johnson was on the cover of NCAA football in 2010. Wow. How about that? Um. So yeah, I think. Look, and look, we came into this offseason saying we wanted them to hire on both sides of the ball someone who can come in and you know, kind of handle things and say, all right, this is how we're doing things. This is my defense. This is my offense. This is how it's going to work and have that experience doing it. And I think, you know, whatever varying degrees or if we would have liked someone more, Rivera over Fangio, whatever, mm-hmm. like they got guys who like are in, like you can't really impugn that level of it. Like these yeah. are guys who are coming in with real resumes. For sure. With real experience and real success in these jobs. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I did a poll and I, I know all these polls are prisoner of the moments, but still, it's a good representation of how people feel. Like, 80% of people said they feel better about the team after yeah. the tires. And I, I think I, if— I, I don't know how you couldn't. If it would have been—first of all, they would have brought both coordinators, but obviously— Like, if, look, <laughs> if it's one thing if you're like, well, I want a Nick fired, that's a separate thing. But right. once you know Nick's coming back, I don't know how you could not possibly yeah. feel better. I think they have a good staff. Hires. I think, again, it's not— Excuse me. It's not like a super exciting, like, wow, it's like they, they hired, like, the Chip Kelly of college, but— they're they're good hires. Like they they are good quality hires. And they'll I do, bring stability where it's needed. Well, I hate I hate this conversation because we've talked about like who cares. It does feel like a Howie hire to me. Yeah, I agree. It just does. Well, like, and look, I mean, Howie's I, interviewed him before. Sure. Like, yeah. And look, they did Howie hire someone who runs uh, who believes similar philosophical things offensively as Sirianni, mm-hmm. which I do think you know you wanted. I wanted them to hire who they thought was the best guy for the job. But it should make it easier if you have someone who is doing things that Sirianni is comfortable with, familiar yeah. with all type of stuff. And Sirianni's going to be involved in the offense. Sure. He's not, he, you know, maybe he won't get final say. And I don't even know if it's true that, that he won't get final say. I, I mean, I know he phrased it that way at the podium. We all know Sirianni phrases things at the podium not perfectly. Who knows, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, this idea that he's just going to sit there and watch Kellen do it, I don't think it's true. I, I don't think it's in his personality. And I also think that, you know, the offense was seventh in the league in points last year. Like, I don't think Ugh. Nick's wrong. But Nick's not wrong when he says there are things that they have in there that are good and work. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I think Nick's going to be more involved than people think. And I think Kellen I think Kellen he'll be involved, but I don't think he's – I do think Kellen – Kellen Moore's calling the plays. Kellen Moore's Nick, calling yeah. the plays, but I think Nick is invo- is going to be very involved. I think he'll be around. I don't think he I'm is More going, than around. But uh, No, but I think he'll be involved in an overseeing or in a whatever way, but I don't think he's going to be like, I think we should do this. this. Like, maybe they talk football – but I don't think he's going to be like, actually, Callum, we're going to do it this way. Like, that's not going to happen. I don't think. So here's an interesting decision. Like, what about like situational football? Like, let's take take the Lions. Like, the, the yeah. run the ball there? Well, I think like, that's going to be— Does Nick say to Kellen, you are not running the ball No, here. I think Kellen makes the play call in that spot. What if that—so let's put let's ourselves in that Let's take the exact shit. thing with the Lions there. I think I think So Kellen, Kellen wants to run it like Ben Johnson did in theory. Yeah. Nick doesn't. And I know that, you know, but I'm saying, you think that in the, then I think that they do what Kellen wants. I think they'll do what Kellen wants. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think, think they Nick will. will still have say over situational mm, stuff. I don't know. I don't think they'll ever truly answer it because they Yeah, will. Well, and we'll never know, really. Yeah, right. exactly. But, and I'm sure it will be a collaborative thing. And it'll also probably be a personality thing. Like, in the moment, like, who's, heat of the who's battle. Got the, uh, yeah, does Nick go like, no, you're not doing it? And does Kellen have it in him? And, you know, who well, knows making the right call? Well, that's interesting because we played but. the audio of Garofolo 
Uh, oh, I heard this. Yeah, it's really interesting because the way he phrased to it to stick up. I yeah, think is he, what he said, said that that you know, Kelmore, a veteran of uh, you know, coming into the uh, uh, someone that they think can stand up to and work with this veteran coaching staff. I think and they it's mean like, Nick. Yeah, I'm obviously, mean. there's no other veteran like well, Patulo, Stoutland, whatever's talent. But the boy, it was one of those things like stand up to. Like it was kind of, like, kind of right. implying that like when Nick wants to do something, more will be like, no, we're doing this. Like right. that's the implication. And I yeah, I think Nick. Weird phrasing. Yeah, it is interesting. It's almost, I agree. it's almost like they someone said to Mike, like, we think he'll stand up to Nick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why would you even say that? Yeah. You know? So, all right, fascinating stuff. Um, think they'll bring Austin Eckler in? I don't know. I mean, they're not going to pay him. There we go, 2155. I, I mean, like, yeah, here's no. the thing. Like, if Austin Eckler wants to come on a one-year prove-it deal, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Austin Eckler's going to get a ton of money. No, exactly. So, I mean, Would you rather sign Eckler or Swift? For the same price? Yeah, money's exactly the same. Eckler. Okay. I think I probably would, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he's probably going to bring in some of his guys. Yeah. Like a Zach Pascal type. Like. But also, yeah, but now, also we don't know Cowboys, that. Cowboys, because he was only yeah, was the Chargers say, We don't know year. that Eckler, you know, he's just in it right. for a year, so I don't really yeah. know. But, yeah, you, you usually assume they have someone to yeah. kind of help sell your system and all that. Any thoughts on the quarterback coach? Richie asked me that this morning. I got like no ideas on the quarterback coach. Who it's going to be? Yeah. I have no idea. Well, like, I, I don't even know what quality you're looking for. Like, I guess just I a know. smart coach that'll sure, good work coach. Out with Jalen. Get me a good coach. I got no idea. I can't wait till Jalen talks. I know. I wonder if he'll talk at the Super Bowl. Like, he, if he'll do He's like. He's going to be there. Yeah. He might be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. He might just be like, chalk this. <laughs> like, 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 I don't want to go do Radio Row and everybody asks me about. Yeah, exactly. Well, just the questions work. aren't going to be fun, you know? No, like, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you want right. to put yourself. I'm sure he'll get paid a lot to do it, but he has yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. So. He does. He does. He made a lot of money. Made Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. He deserves to take the Super Bowl off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his turn to do Radio Row. Yes. Yeah. Not his turn. All right. Uh, your final thoughts, AK Pete Davis. All right, so I got so many. Do you thoughts. want me to go first with my final thought, and then you go, or you want to just go? Yeah, I almost think I'm overhyping it. At this okay, point, good. But yeah, go ahead. Well, my mind's tiny. I just I promised that I would react to the Oscar nominations. I never did that. Oh well, this could end up being big. Okay, okay. so a couple quick things. One, um, obviously, so I've seen five of the ten best picture nominees. I will see the other five. Ten is an absurd forward. amount to be it's nominated. Too many. It's too many. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It should be like um, four. But I will have it all, and I'll have a list by the time. Time the I'm Oscars sure happens. When are they? What I would say, they're March 9th or the 8th, somewhere in there. Oh, so not that far away. Not that far away. Uh, the one I would recommend if you haven't seen it, it's Anatomy of a Fall. That movie kicks ass. It mm. is so fucking great. It. Phenomenal movie. It's not made for best picture, director, actress, screenplay, something else. Who's editing, it? maybe? It's uh, French. It's part in French, part in English. Mm. Um, phenomenal. All right. Like, Anatomy couldn't of recommend a fall. it higher. Anatomy of a Fall. Highest recommendation. My only thought on the Oscars thing, because it's obviously become the discussion about like Margot Robbie yeah, and not getting nominated, Greta Gerwig yeah. not getting nominated. Um, I think Margot Robbie not getting nominated is insane. Like it makes no sense to me. I thought she was amazing well, in that she movie. She was better than Ken. She was. She. I thought Ken was great too. I'll yeah, get, he, I'm going to get to Ken. Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to get to Ken. Uh, I think it's outrageous. Margot Robbie didn't get. It. She made the movie happen. But even outside that, just an actress. I thought I've seen three of the best actress nominees, and she was better than Carrie Mulligan. So boom, already well, won. Was Carrie Mulligan in. Maestro. And Mar- Ken no, Maestro very wasn't good. good. Yeah, I didn't love Maestro. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan was very good in it, but Margot Robbie's better, but whatever. The Greta Gerwig one, like, that's fine. Like, I, I think she deserves it, but there was also really good directing nominees this year. Like, mm-hmm. the woman from Anatomy of the Fall, Justine Trier, she's a woman she got nominated. My, the thing that really sucks, I hate the whole narrative around it. Like, what, 
it sucks to Ken, for example, Ryan Gosling, like Ryan Gosling, and and like you know, it is what it is. Ryan Gosling gets nominated for an Oscar. This should be some super fun, cool thing for him. Yeah, me. I agree with that. And all he has to do is come out and be like, "Well, this sucks." I agree. Yeah, and same thing for America Ferrera. America Ferrera gets nominated for an Oscar, and she's be like, "Well, it sucks. I got nominated because they didn't get nominated." I agree. And that's yeah. unfair. And I agree it with sucks. This. So I hate the whole. And they should have been nominated. Like it's, it is what it is, though. Like I hate, I hate the whole narrative. So my quick thought, and we don't have to go down this road, is I think this kind of speaks a little bit to my point where it's like. Barbie was one of the biggest movies, if not the biggest movie of the year. Just in terms of when you well, think- Well, got nominated of, for Best Picture. No, I know. But I mean, like to not have Barbie, like the little actress that played Barbie not nominated is like dumb. Or like the director not to have it. Like I know that I, I we're never going to agree on the most yeah, don't, I, I Your that. angle on it is not something No, but the point I'm that. making is there's just, it's almost like having an MVP candidate and not having like the quarterback with the best but that, it, No, because best picture is what that is and Barbie's in best picture. No, but like, I don't think the movie is being properly recognized for the huge success that it was. But that's not what the Oscars are. I know, and this is the debate we have. But I'm just saying- Not a debate. Where it's a like- One-sided thing. Where I I agree that they should be nominated. Like, it's silly. And and it's also, of course, the whole thing where the whole movie is about how women don't get respected. It's just, enough, yeah, it's and then a Ken's bad the one that yes. gets nominated. That, like it's, it's 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 almost yeah, it's beyond ironic. It's yeah. just silly. Yes. Um. All right. So here's my thing with stand-up comedy shows. So I understand now that I've seen Pete Davidson, who was awesome, by the way, like very good. Really? It was like storytelling. It was like very personal, like jokes, but also like a lot of like. Really interesting stories that I almost don't want to say because it was labeled as working on new material and you weren't allowed to have phones uh-huh. in. So I almost feel like if, not yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. a media member, but it. you know. I get it. Yeah, so I'm not going to tell the stories. Sure. But I just think the removal of the phone is it's so, so crazy It's so over me. the top. So I'm, all right, so first of all, and this is going to sound, this whole thing is going to be an old man rant, but you specifically, <laughs> I literally was in line and I said to Kristen, James would be unable to handle this. Oh, okay. good. I can't wait. So the show starts at 9, 9.15 on a Sunday, which uh-huh. is already very late. Yeah. Right? We get there at like 8.20. There's a huge line outside. We stood outside in line until 9.30. No way. <laughs> the, yeah, I'm I like, know you Yeah, exactly. The show, nope. the show. No so, way. So they're walking down and they're like, all right, like, if you give us your phone now, we'll all get in quicker. Or you can hold on to it and get it when you're at the door. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll give the phone. Oh, my God, no way. 40 minutes standing in the cold during the second half of the game. And listen listen to this. Listen to this. Well, all right. So this, this woman in front of me is watching the game on her phone. But she's far enough where I can't really see, but she's close enough. And so at one point, I'm just like, hey, what's the score? Yeah. And it was 27-24 Niners. And she goes, but the Lions are about to score. And I was like, oh, crazy. I was like, oh, that's awesome or something. She didn't offer me an update the rest of the night. No. Like, isn't that assumed? Like, of you course. Don't, just keep I know telling it's me. Not I like would just her, keep uh, yes. streaming content. Oh, wow. First down. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, and yeah. I know it's not her, like, responsibility. No, but and, that like, was, uh, uh, but come uh, on. Uh, you yeah. can't just turn around and be like, hey, by the way, like, they're up 10 now. No doubt. So, and I couldn't ask again. It's outrageous. Yeah. I, I did 100% with you. So, after seeing Pete Davidson, I understand why he didn't want people videotaping. Like, he told a lot of stories. Like, I get it. And he's working on stuff for a special, so I- And look, we've seen in the past when things have come out. Yes, and then, and yeah. Right. But, we know why they do it. But here's my thing. Too bad. I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, like, what are we doing here? Taking someone's cell phone, and I know I sound like an addict, but, like, it's absurd. <laughs> like, in all seriousness, like, I was getting texts, like I said, and I assumed they were about the game. But, but like, what if I got four texts in a row and I'm like, oh, it's about the game. But, like, there was an emergency happening. Yeah, or, sure. like, my phone rang and I'm like, oh, I'm sure it's just whatever. And, like, my alarm was going off. It's like, guess what? Like, you, I know as a society, like, there has to be a certain level of protection against yourself. 
But like these are all your fans that came to see it, and this isn't a Pete Davidson thing because a lot of comedians do this. I'm not just like Most. ripping Pete. I think right. it's pretty much all of them. But yeah. it's absurd that, and it also made you realize. It made me realize two things. One. Like, dude, the first 40 minutes right I had my phone, I was like an addict itching. <laughs> I literally almost went back up to the front and like, all right, open it. Like, I, like but I just felt too, I felt too much. Like, I was like just standing there because first of all, the game's happening. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. and you know, so, but then afterwards you realize like, I didn't really miss much. Like I missed the game, but everything was okay. That's what always happens. When I yeah. like, I'll plug my phone in and I'll leave it for like an hour or whatever. I'll come back. Ah! Yeah. And it's like, oh, I got one next. Dude, like, there is also the last thought I have on this. Is there is nothing, nothing worse than a stand-up comedian who just curses a bunch to be funny. Yeah. The, the first guy comes in, and I'm not going to say the words because we're family friends. That's right. But, but it's just like, what's up, f bomb? Like he's telling stories about how he like hooked up with like a stripper and did it. And I'm like, oh, we get it. Like you're so wild and you curse. And I'm like, first of all, this story is definitely a lie. There's no way you're like. I just it was very off-putting. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um I'm but, very with you on the phone thing. I get it. And it is what it is. Like I just wouldn't go. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just. Well, not I'm, go. I'm telling you, like yeah. the bar for me to go to one of these. It again has to be like so high. It's gonna be so high. Yeah. It, like yeah. But I'm with you. But it was awesome. I'll tell. I will tell you some of this. This is a rude thing to say on the pod. I'll tell you some of the stories off the pod. <laughs> but it was it, when his special comes out. So I saw his last special on Netflix, and I didn't think it was that good. This, if he does like this, I think was it was very personal. Wow. Like a lot of really good, like interesting things. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. So it was good. very good. I look forward but to hearing more about it. The phone <laughs> was like, I was like, yeah. like twitching. It was yeah, insane. I, I don't blame you. I, it is wild to think that we used to you know, not have phones. Well, I was also thinking this. What if when I when I walk through, they're like cell phone. I was like, I don't have one. That would be a bold move. Do you think they'd check me? I don't know. It's a really good question. Because I, I think it's assumed everyone has a cell phone. Do. I think what they would do is they would say, they would ask you again, and then they would say, fine, but just so you know, if you get caught using you it in the leave. club- you will get kicked out of the club. Right. And they'll just make it very forceful, like, fine, you could try and trick us, but like, just so you know, we'll kick you right the hell out. Yeah. I think that's what they do. I kind of think that's, and I- Worth the risk. I won't do it because I'm Worth too afraid to break rules. But yeah, I agree. Like, it, But it was also- Nothing I, else, just to be able to go to the bathroom and check your phone. Like, I wouldn't be an idiot and pull it out there, but like, if I could have my phone with me, then I can go to the bathroom, pull it out when they're not like watching. Right. Stuff, check the score of the game, check Or whatever. at least if it rings, I can look down and see this like, oh, it's the alarm. Though. You're right. It is quite addicty. It is addicty, but but it's like part of your body. It's like part of your yeah. lifestyle at this it's point. It's true. It's true. But anyway, it, it also is like, it's just assumed everyone has an iPhone. It's a good call. Or, I guess an You're iPhone. right. Yeah. Ray Dittinger, what would he do at the, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think, that, listen, I, I, I think they'd probably be with him. You know what? We trust you. <laughs> yeah. No, no question there. Yeah. yeah. We believe you. Uh, this is good. Enjoyed this. It was fun. Um, I have so many other good thoughts. Yeah, I have a good one too. I saw a really funny movie this weekend that I thought was hilarious. A new movie. So I'll yeah. save that. I did not see a good movie this week. I'll save it. I'll put it on my notes so I don't forget it. I did watch Beef, which was very good. Is it? Do you want to do what we're watching? <laughs> Should we do Glen, <laughs> yeah. a little Glenn action? Yeah. We're talking about Ray. Have you not seen Beef? No. I'm surprised by that. I've seen no TV lately. You know that. I've been watching movies. It's really, really. Fine. Cool. I'll just say that. Bottoms. The movie Bottoms, it came out this year. It's like a girl's comedy. Freaking hilarious. Yeah. Like they, I, I laughed out it? loud like 20 times. Uh, so the, the like it's a lot of people you wouldn't know, but um, the star of the bear, Io, at a bar oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah. she's in it. And then Cindy Crawford's daughter is in it. And it's oh, super weird. I did she want to see this, actually. Just like Cindy Crawford. It's like crazy. Yeah, it's it's actually like this. really jarring. There are a couple shots where it's like, oh my God, that's Cindy Crawford. Oh, it's not Cindy Crawford. So for um, me, I don't really know what Cindy Crawford looks movie like. movie is... Oh, wow. Well. I mean, I do, but it like... It was like an age thing probably between the yeah, two of us. Yeah. I love Cindy Crawford. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Bottoms... Freaking awesome. Like, super highly recommend Bob's. Great movie. Dude, it is so hot in the studio I right know. now. We're done. Yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we'll be back later in the week. Until then, he's Elliot James.